All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast for a special bonus episode this week. Um, we have a special guest. Her name is Michaela White. Um, Michaela is the executive director of the International Network of Children's Ministry. Um, she loves kids' ministry. She's a writer, a speaker, and my personal favorite, a confetti tosser. Yes. <laughs> um, at the Children's Pastors Conference two years ago, Michaela introduced me to my love of confetti. So You're welcome. <laughs> all of those who have had to clean up after my confetti, this is... Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, but above all else, Michaela is a wife, a mom of two wonderful boys, and mm -hmm. a disciple of Christ. Um, and I am very excited to have her here. Um, and so we're just going to dive into some conversation about Sabbath. Um, Michaela uh, posts about her family um, and their Sabbath traditions each week. Um, and I just think it's very beautiful. So I wanted to bring her on and have a, a conversation with her about that as we're starting our journey. Um, so thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, also, I should mention, Michaela is located in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I love Chicago. I lived there for two me months. Me too. I love Chicago. Oh, you guys need to come and visit. We do. Oh my come, goodness, yes. Come in this summer. It's yeah. better in the summer. <laughs> Don't come right now. And when there's no COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That river walk is my favorite. Oh my goodness. Oh. The river is, oh, yeah. gorgeous. It's such a beautiful city. Everybody needs to come and visit. Yeah, I'll show you around. We'll get pizza. It'll Perfect. be great. That's awesome. Um, all right. So, Michaela, are there any things that I didn't mention that you want us to know before we start our conversation? Oh, I mean, I think good context for the conversation is that I'm a Jewish believer in Jesus. So I had the privilege of growing up in a second generation Jewish believing home. Wow. So my dad did all of the hard work of pioneering for our family, what that looks like. And so my faith formation was very inclusive of my ethnic and spiritual heritage. So it's the lens I scripture through and my relationship with Jesus through. So I think that's probably helpful context as we dig into a conversation about Sabbath. For sure. That's that really cool. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear about this. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Um, so can you give us a bit of an overview of what Sabbath is? Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think it's it's important to go back to the beginning in the words of Julie Andrews. <laughs> um, let's go back to the very beginning. Um, you know, we see it first showing up in Genesis um, when, you know, God, after all of his creating and, and um, bringing the world into being, we see as we go from chapter one into chapter two that he stopped and um, he ceased from working and creating and settled in the the Hebrew there is really um it, it Shabbat means to literally stop but in um I believe it's Exodus and Deuteronomy when it talks about God's Shabbat it uses another word for rest which is to Nuach and that 
really is more of the idea of settling in on a throne mm. as a as a king, delighting in his kingdom, peacefully reigning. And one of the things that I think is so important to notice in the way that Sabbath is portrayed in Genesis 2 is that um, we see God blessing animals and humans with be fruitful and multiply, but he blesses one more thing. He blesses animals, he blesses humans, and then he blesses the Sabbath day, which is really interesting to consider because it would it would tell us that Sabbath has the qualities, like the ability to add life to the world. And so that's why we call it a gift and a reward, but he does something that's unique um, as well. And he sets the Sabbath day apart as holy. So before God gave us the scriptures or a single commandment or before mankind built a temple or a prayer was prayed, the first thing, that was established by as holy that holy means set apart for God was this day. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the reasons why one of my favorite um, Jewish writers, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, he calls the Sabbath day, a sanctuary in time that God established for himself, a sanctuary in time before mankind could ever build him a building. That's yeah. Really so, cool. yeah. So it's, it's holy, it's blessed, it means it's set apart for God. And so um, the other thing that I would say about that is um, there's this idea in um, rabbinical teaching this, that, the, that preeminence basically matters. So when things are first mentioned, it's kind of the law of first mention in the Bible that it's setting a precedent, right? And so when you look at at the beginning when you look at genesis it's setting a precedent and so that creation narrative tells us like what was god's heart and intention for relationship with mankind and what did it look like and we see that in the genesis story and especially in the way that he set apart the sabbath so um it's a day to know the lord it's a day set apart for the lord and to rest in his presence to cease striving and achieving and to just um I call it a, a rehearsal of our kingdom citizenship. Like mm -hmm. it's a reflection of what our walk in the garden with him will look like for eternity. Yeah, that's awesome. That is the best explanation of Sabbath I have ever heard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I have never heard it, yeah, described like that. And uh, it, uh, like my mind is blown. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, it's just it's so meaningful um, is yeah. just to, to to understand like where it comes from and you know mm -hmm. all of that is just you know this is why the big church is so important because we learn yeah. so much from each other on yeah. things like this it's so important to get outside of our denominations now the denominations are bad they're, they're great right. yeah. to get outside and to hear from other people um and to understand through their eyes what this means is just incredible. Mm -hmm. so thank you so much, Mikhail, for sharing yeah. that. It's just, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you, you grew up in a um, Jewish believing mm -hmm. home, um, mm -hmm. did your husband also grow up in the faith? He did not. Well, no. he grew up in the faith, but okay. he is not a Jewish believer. Okay. Um, he and I met when we were 12 years old. And oh. yeah, so um, we, we grew up together 
Mm -hmm. And um, he just, he has such a love for the Jewish people and such a desire to um, approach scripture from Mm -hmm. that place, that standpoint. And so um, there was just a great deal of connection and obviously now we're married. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So was Sabbath an important part of his life coming into your relationship as well? Or was that something you had to kind of figure out together? Yeah, that was something we needed to figure out together. Um, His um, faith formation approached when scripture would talk about Sabbath would kind of convert that to this idea of the Lord's day. Um, And so, you know, Sunday, and and these are the things that we do on Sunday. Um, And so the, the way that my faith was formed around Sabbath was very different than his. And, um, but he really approached it with a great deal of openness and curiosity. And honestly, there was a journey I had to go on too with it. Um, because as a, as a Jewish believer with the majority of my friends being in the wider Christian, um, world, that was something that I had to, I had to explore and, and figure out, you know, where do I land on this, you know, and, and what, what matters to me and my faith and my relationship with the Lord, just with anything. Yeah. And so, um, I think it was really a journey both of us went on together yeah. and it really has been such an enriching part of our faith journey together. That's really cool. Um, so what does, what does it look like? What does Sabbath look like for your family? Yeah. So we follow, um, the traditional calendar. Um, and so for the Jewish people, Sabbath is Friday evening at sundown to Saturday evening at sundown. Um, and so we've, we've, um, adapted the pattern of our lives to that pattern. And, um, so we anticipate it throughout the week. I, um, just like we get kids excited for birthdays or Christmas with like, what do you want and what do you want to eat and how do you want to decorate that type of thing? Uh I, um, get our boys excited with, you know, what do you want mommy to make for Shabbat dinner? And, you know, we start to plan out what we want to do for that and build that anticipation. So by the time we get to Friday night at sundown, they're rearing and ready to go. And, um, you know, sometimes their, their meal requests are easier than others, but, um, we always, um, we welcome the Sabbath with blessings. So, um, we bless the Lord, we bless the, each other and we bless the day. My husband blesses me, um, and we bless our children. And that has been very meaningful, especially as they've grown and become verbal to begin to see the way that they receive that and experience that. Um, and then, um, the nice thing about going from sundown to sundown is that kids are a lot more in tune with nature than a clock. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yep. And so that has actually been a really beautiful signal to them about Mm -hmm. time and time that's set apart. And so we ease into our Sabbath, eat a great meal, spend time together, go to sleep, wake up. Um, We have, 
typically a donut date. Go yeah. and get donuts. <laughs> That's our tradition. Um, uh, and then the rest of the day is worship, um, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you know, having some of our favorite songs on in the background. Um, we spend a lot of time in nature on the Sabbath. Um, but one of the things that's a huge value for us, too, is following in the way of Jesus. Jesus was really clear in drawing back the teachers of the day to the principle that um, human, the acts of compassion and mercy and the alleviation of human suffering override any prohibition. Mm-hmm. And so we are um, always trying to turn our, our boys' attention toward, like, who can we pray for? Who can we, who can we serve today? Let's pay attention to what, what does it look like to practice our kingdom citizenship today together? Um, so, and then Saturday evening, um, we say goodbye to Shabbat. Um, in Jewish culture, culture, it's Havdalah, and it's basically where we thank God for that rest together and we bless each other for the week ahead that we would enter the week from a place of rest and allow that to impact our week. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. because we don't often hear, like we don't often hear teaching about um, how it plays out, especially in the more traditional sense. Yeah. I think Shona and I can both say we kind of grew up with the like Sunday is our Sabbath. So we get up early and we go to church and we, um, then we have a family meal and then often we are back at church at night and (laughs) Sabbath traditionally for us has been very busy. Um, And in, as I've gotten further and further into ministry, I've realized the importance of like actual rest. Um, And so I actually take my Sabbath on Mondays. Yeah. Um, because that's just the way the rhythm tends to work mm-hmm. uh, in my ministry. Yep. Mm-hmm. But my question for you, which wasn't on the list that I sent you, so. That's okay. Um, I can but, roll with it. <laughs> um, but so you are a speaker and often at conferences and that kind of thing. Um, how do you, do you have to shift what Sabbath looks like if you're at a weekend conference or do you not go to weekend conferences like how do you navigate that for your yeah sabbath um special yeah it's um so the grid that i put that through number one is i will accept payment if there is um a teaching on a saturday um because for me that would qualify as a work Mm -hmm. transaction and so um then the question is, 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 is what this is doing um, for like moving the kingdom forward? Is it advancing Jesus' commission on my life? Right. If the answer is yes, then, you know, is there a significant amount of travel involved or, you know, so I try to, I, I absolutely don't accept payment on Sabbath mm-hmm. because I, I don't want it to fall into a category of work. Um, and then I consider if it's moving his, his mission forward Mm -hmm. and then what is the impact that that has on my family? Can my family go with me? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's, 
when I look at Jesus's teachings around it, um, I, I see in, in what he's bringing to the table and all of the Sabbath conflicts is never a negation of Sabbath. No. He's never, at, he, if he did, he couldn't be the Messiah, quite frankly. Like he, right. he, he, he had to keep it perfectly in order to qualify, and thankfully he did. Yeah. Um, but what he's getting at is this is a gift. Right. And, it, and it's the gift you're invited to, and it's a gift that's for you, and it's happening whether or not you show up to it. Yeah. Right. Um, and the, the main point is that when it comes to the Sabbath, that the Sabbath is all about the kingdom. And so is what I am doing on this day, seeking first the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And is what I'm doing on this Sabbath day, rightly ordering my life, like allowing him to be the creator and to recognize that I am the creation in relationship to him and offered this gift of rest of his presence. So I know that for some people when they look at Sabbath, they're like, what can't I do? Mm-hmm. I think it's much better to ask can questions than can't questions when it comes to the Sabbath. I have two active boys. Sabbath is not like this peaceful, (laughs) quiet, like day. (laughs) I have two boys too. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that. But the question that I'm always pondering on the Sabbath is what can I do? to turn their attention to him Mm -hmm. and towards his kingdom and what it looks like to be a citizen of his kingdom. What can I do to create an environment of worship and peacefulness in the presence of God? What can I do to help them um, delight in the presence of God? And so like that's, so I think about it this way, like, will Jesus make me do dishes in heaven? <laughs> no. So on Sabbath, I'm not doing the dishes, you know? Um, and, and here's the thing. It's funny because I could really, I could find so many loopholes. I'm just telling you my personality, honestly, like I could tell you organizing closets is relaxing to me. And in some ways, in some ways it is. I enjoy an organized closet just as much as anybody, but am I going to have to organize closets in heaven? Hmm. No. No. So what else can I do to turn my attention to the king that day? And that's, that's how I begin to process through rest on the Sabbath day with my family. I, I really like that and see yeah. it through the filter of, Will I do this when I get to heaven? Um, and also, will it further the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because we we have two totally different um, uh, ends of the spectrum. Where mm-hmm. one, some people, like I grew up, uh, church is the Sabbath, and so it's it's busy. The mm-hmm. other is just rest. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the idea of seeing like, like seeing it through that lens of like, mm-hmm. will I do this in heaven, mm-hmm. and will it further the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've never heard that or thought of it that way before. Um, it's a great filter. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, the filter comes from, um, when you see Sabbath show up again in scripture, it's, it comes on the scene, um, blatantly in Exodus. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, so the nation of Israel has been slaves in Egypt for 430 years. God, um, calls out Moses to lead them out of Egypt into a land he's promised them. And like, you have to just put yourself in the space where you think about generational impact of slavery on a nation of people. Mm-hmm. And what is one of the first things that God does? He gives them a calendar, like he gives them their own time. Yeah. They didn't have their own time. Yeah. They were functioning under the calendar and the cadence of an evil tyrant. Right. <laughs> and he gave them their own calendar and then he gives them a day of rest. Rest is not what slaves get. No. Rest is what free people get. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the purpose of all of that? It is a picture of what God is doing across time. He is calling people out from under the tyrannical rule of a earthly tyrant. Yeah. Putting them under his timetable and giving them rest. Because why? Because we're not slaves to that king anymore. We are under the rule and reigns of a good king. Hmm. who gives his people rest. And so that's why the rabbis refer to Sabbath as being all about the future, because it's a picture of our eternity. And so if that's what it is, then it's an opportunity every week for us to get a glimpse of what's coming for us and to practice it, to rehearse it in the here and now. That's really what it is. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that is, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know my head right now. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. It's so, but it's, it's not work. It's not, mm-hmm. you don't have to work to do this. This is not mm-hmm. something that's really difficult. Obviously it's going to require some changes in, mm-hmm. in what we're doing, mm-hmm. but during COVID, this is the perfect time. Yeah. It's the perfect time to start that rhythm, to, to learn a new rhythm and yeah. to really look to the future, like you said, and just, mm-hmm. you know, build that into your, your, your life. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. there's so many people right now that can benefit from having that time just to focus on the Lord and their relationship with him. Yeah. You know, there's just you just you almost see people vibrating because they're so stressed because it's you know twenty four seven. I mean, you know, yeah. you'd be working twenty four seven. Ministry does not stop. Yeah. So, and it doesn't stop on the Sabbath either, but it's looked at through a different lens and That's you right. know, I'm just mm, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited well, that, that Courtney's pushing this because this was Courtney's idea about talking about Sabbath and I'm just so glad that she's done that because this is a gift. Yeah. This conversation right now is an absolute gift. Well, it, it, I think one of the things you hit on, Shona, was really important, and I, I want to like, emphasize this. There is a reason why 
Sabbath showed up in the law? Like why at Mount Sinai, when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, he that the Sabbath was included in that? And and I think we give the law a bad rap, <laughs> you know, often. But what the law is is a revelation. Mm-hmm. Like it's God's kingdom code, the manifesto of what it looks like for his kingdom to be manifest in this world is for those things to not exist or to be in existence, you know, like depending on what the commandment is, but, but that, that, that there is no lying, no stealing, no death, no pain, no, you know, no stripes. Like that's what that kingdom code represents. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the Sabbath is included in that, the rabbis call it a revelation the word of God is a revelation given to his people. And that's why we say to even think about Sabbath as a gift, because it's a revelation that is given to God's people. And so when we, um, but here's the thing, it's not, it's not natural in our humanity to settle, to let our shoulders fall, nope. to stop achieving. Yeah. You know, like we're kind of, we are addicted to that dopamine hit of achieving and, and striving and creating and getting to see what we did. And like, it's not bad, but that it's not bad to create or bad to achieve, but that addiction, that unending, that, that resistance to stopping and resting, what that starts to do is reorder my life. Mm -hmm. And what it orders my life in is that I am I am more God than he is God. Right. Yeah. I am more creator than he is creator. And what Sabbath does as a discipline begins to rightly order our lives. And that's hard, Mm -hmm. right? Like eating healthy is hard. Exercising is hard. Practicing the piano. It's hard. Like all of these things are disciplines that we would say they're good things. But -hmm. when it comes to the spiritual, we buck against it because we want it to be more organic but here's the thing I would say is like I have to bring just as much discipline to my spiritual life as I do to any relationship that matters to me yeah right like if I if I really want to have a healthy and flourishing relationship with my husband then I can't just hope that time with him will happen and important conversations with him will happen and you know times of laughter with him will happen we have to attend to that time together we have to prioritize that time together and that's exactly what the sabbath day gives us god calls it a uh one of his appointed times it was uh, a moed it's when he would come down and meet with the people and it was the first appointment he made with his people was the sabbath and and so I think if you want to see your relationship with the Lord skyrocket in intimacy and growth and flourishing, if you want to have your vision of the kingdom that's coming for you become more real in the hearing now, then Sabbath is the gift that's on offer for you. Mm. And that's, that's the opportunity that's available to you. But you have to choose it and show up to it. Right. Um, so is there for maybe a family who up until now has not practiced Sabbath 
outside of the busyness of a typical Sunday. Yep. Um, do you have any suggestions, recommendations, resources that you might offer or yeah. suggest? Absolutely. Um, there's a Sabbath guide that I wrote for a church when I presented a, a message on Sabbath for them. I can send you the link for okay, yeah. that oh, perhaps you could share with your um, community. And so that um, just gives some ideas for what it might look like to begin with a, a Sabbath meal with your family and what it looks like to bless your children and what it looks like to bless each other. So um, that kind of outlines that for them. Um, I always tell people, begin where you are, not where you feel like you should be. Mm -hmm. The most important thing is to just begin and to just embrace the gift. And so, um, you know, it might feel clunky at first, but that's okay. When you start learning to play the piano, it never sounds like Mozart, <laughs> you know, it's, just, you know, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Um, and so just, you know, begin where you are, not where you feel like you should be. The other thing I would say is a lot of um, current conversation around Sabbath tells people like, just take, you know, five hours or eight hours or whatever you can do. That's fine. And I, yeah, that's great, but I'm going to be the weird one that tells you go for a full 24. And the reason why is because I have tried the truncated Sabbath and it could be my personality or it could be that I'm human and I'm touching on something that matters. <laughs> but I feel like if God set aside 24 hours, there was a reason. <laughs> and I have personally experienced that that part of that reason being it takes me a bit to throttle down and settle in rest and emerge ready to go like by the time i get to five hours i'm just settling in you know what i mean and so if there's only three left like that wasn't the gift on offer does that make sense yeah absolutely. i was gonna say that um that's been something I've really noticed in my own Sabbath. Um, I live, I live by myself. I don't have a, a family to, to worry about or roommates to, but even in that, it takes yeah. me a solid four or five hours to get myself into the proper rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And to, to imagine needing to give that a break or to stop yeah. that um, yeah. at that time or shortly after, um, yeah. I, I think that I would actually almost grieve. It would be frustrating. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other thing that I suggest to people is, um, especially if you have kids, the sunset to sunset rhythm is beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, especially for kids. So that could be a great, and the other thing that's really great about it for our family, and I think I mentioned it earlier, but being able to settle into the Sabbath in the evening and wake up in the morning into it, like it's just a different shift than going from our more West Western view of a day. Um, also, there is a beautiful spiritual component and the reason why it's established this way of going from dark to light instead of light to dark. So there, there's just something really special about that. But um, the last thing I would say is, and this is, again, 
your community's gonna be like, she is not fun. Um, <laughs> but I promise I am. Um, you're gonna have to subtract something. I, I don't know how else to say it other than um, if you feel like you're too busy to Sabbath, you're too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're gonna have to subtract something. Something's gonna need to go. And, but what I will say is that it is one of the biggest lies that you can accomplish more in seven days than you can in six. And, um, so what you subtract is not near as worthy as you, as much as you will gain Mm -hmm. from, from doing that. So that's just reality. If you're going to do it, there's going to have to be a subtraction and it's going to be okay. It's actually going to be way better than okay. That's great. Um, thank you so much, Michaela. Um, everything you've said is just like, I, I know for myself, I wish that I had a notebook in front of me so that I could, I know like, me too. so I'm going to go back and like actually write things down. Um, and so I just, yeah, thank you so much for Thanks your willingness for to have me. this conversation. Yeah. Um, because it's an important conversation to have yep. and um, for us, this is just the beginning of yeah. this conversation. And so um, I just want to say thank you for kind of pushing us in that and leading us. Um, mm. So um, the last gold. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah, the last I question. Mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to say, I know that it, it for a lot of people when they hear for the first time, it can feel like a lot. And I just want to let you know, like, I'm very happy to help with any questions. um, that your community might be wondering. Um, but it it is such a gift and, um, it's a delight to get to share about it. And I hope that everyone will take up, take the offer that's there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, The, the last question I have for you is, is there a way that our community can pray for you or for your family? Oh, that's so kind. Thank you. Um, let's see, prayer requests for our family. I think one of the things that my husband and I keep seeking together is just continued wisdom and discernment for the next year for our sons and, um, and just, you know, I'm not sure how open things are in Canada right now, but Chicago's kind of the uh, slower in the scope of the states in, in opening um, so just wisdom and discernment for what it looks like to be um, raising our kids in community. And we really miss that um, from this year for them. And so just that the Lord would continue to give us understanding for how to do that in, during such formative years. And then just for the ministries that we're leading, that God would guide and direct our steps and, and help us um, know you know, the next steps to take for those ministries. So. Thank you. We will be praying for you. For Absolutely. Sure. So. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, on that note, um, we, maybe, I think maybe we should close the conversation in prayer. Um, Michaela, do you mind praying with us? I would love to pray. Okay. Thank I would love you. to pray. Yes. Oh, Father God, thank you so much for your word. It is um, 
it is a deep well of life for us. And I thank you that in it, there's revelation of your heart for us and your desire to meet with us. I thank you for the appointed time of Sabbath. I thank you for the way that it is blessed and set apart for you and a gift to us. And I pray for everyone who um, is listening, Lord, if they feel um, that that low hum of tension in their life, the um, hunger for a different pace, um, but maybe a fear of, of what would happen if they subtracted something from their schedule, Lord, would you just um, surround them right now with your spirit um, and speak to them, Lord, about the next steps they can take to a life that is full in you. You desire for us to run freely and lightly. And this is one of the pathways you have given us to that kind of a run. So Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and your kindness and your provision and ask for your blessing over every leader and every ministry and home that's represented. Um, we just thank you for um, the ways that you are active and on the move and that we get to go with you in that story. We love you, Lord, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, Kayla, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So glad to be with you guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.